0: Welcome to the Church in the Peak podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information visit churchinthepeak.org or come join us at 10 30 a.m. every Sunday. Okay I'm going to hand over to Dave who's going to come and speak. Let's just pray for him. So Father God we want to hear your word this morning. And God, we just pray for Dave now that you will speak through him. Lord, all that you've put in his heart for us today, Lord, I pray, Lord, you'll enable him to articulate that to us that we might, your word will do us good, will challenge and strengthen. God will equip us, I pray, in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Am I on? Yeah, can you all hear me? (laughs) Oh. I've really struggled with this word, I hope in a good way. I've wrestled with God. Uh, but I'm going I'm to start just by encouraging you. Uh, we've been doing, uh, we've done two alphas, three alphas last year. And we've seen five people saved. So that is something really, that's, that's a real encouragement and not just a little bit saved, if that's uh, like my semi-pregnant analogy, but actually wonderfully saved, coming through with the cry that Jesus Christ is Lord in their, on their lips. And it's really so good to, to see that. Um, we are going to be starting, we're finishing in two weeks' time, this one. I will have a week off and then we will do another one starting on the 17th of February. So I want you to be praying for your friends, for your your uh, family, for your work colleagues. Uh, I want you to be praying for them and to be inviting them. Uh, we've had a lot of fun with both of the, lowest, the last uh, Zoom ones and also with the, the one that was in person. They are great fun. We build community together, and it is really something that we can... We can do well and people enjoy and make really good friendships. Even on Zoom, which has been quite a revelation uh, to me. Uh, We've had even people from France joining us and New Zealand. So if you've got a relative somewhere, I don't know, in Abu Dhabi, give them a call. Ask them to join. I'm not sure what time it will be, but anyway, it will be great to to have them because God is on the move. God is on the move. He is... uh, Uh, He is alive, and uh, he is working through this pandemic. Uh, Because of this pandemic, he is bringing things out into the open for people, and he is going to bring through uh, a real move of God. I'm really uh, expectant that he was going to bring that move of God, and I want to be part of that. I am sure that you want to be part of that. And as a church, as, as elders, and I know many of you, you want to be part of what God is doing, that what God is coming, leading us into to, to bring um, people through from desperation to a place of faith. Uh, so th- that word with, that Steve Young brought about bringing faith, God is preparing us. This is a time when we are to be prepared, to prepare ourselves for what God is going to do. When we come out of this pandemic, uh, it could be in March, unlikely. It could be after Easter, maybe a little bit more likely, probably more like in the summer. But God, God wants us to be prepared. He wants us to be on the front foot. And I, I, I feel very much that there may well be some of us that come out of that we will just feel hesitant, fearful, coming out uh, back into uh, the world that, that, is, that is here, back into church, back into groups, back at work, in, in a physical environment. God wants to encourage you out. But what is most important, or what I want to convey today, is that God wants the church to be ready to come out. We want to be on the front foot we want to be running rather than looking around to think what do we do where do we go we so as elders we are looking ahead trying to prepare things for what uh, will happen when when uh, the lockdowns uh, start to be released we don't know what it's going to look like but what i do know is that god is wanting us to be prepared, he wants us to be ready to be filled with his spirit so that's what I'm going to to talk about uh, this morning so Sarah oh yes Sarah, could you just bring up the the scripture from Colossians so what we are doing as elders is we've, we want we want to have uh, uh, to establish strong disciples in Christ. We want to uh, encourage you in that. And so that is why we are going through Colossians. So I'll just read you the, the, the passage that uh, I have today to read. So this is Colossians 1, verses 6 to 8. The same good news that came to you is going out all over the world. It is bearing fruit everywhere by changing lives. That's just what I've, I've said about things that are going on uh, with Alpha. Uh, just a little aside, uh, Steve Bagnall and I are, are also on a, an Alpha uh, Leaders Facebook group, and I saw that uh, there are 100 Alphas being started by a church in Scotland uh, this week. A hundred, a hundred. Think of the people that is going to influence and change. If there are five, that's 500 new people hearing the word of God. That is the good news, isn't it? That is fruit of, uh, that, is, that is coming from the gospel. It says, just as it changed your lives from the day you first heard and understood the truth about God's wonderful grace, you learned about the good news from Epaphras, our beloved co-worker. And what I want to encourage you is, into is that you can put your name there. I, can, I have difficulty pronouncing his name, Epaphras, but I can probably pronounce your name. Put your name there, that somebody has learnt the good news of God from you, from me. He is Christ's faithful servant, and he is helping us on your behalf. And he has told us about the love for others that the Holy Spirit has given you. And I want to really pick up on that last sentence and speak about that. He has told us about the love for others that the Holy Spirit has given you. Uh, Perhaps we can just put up the the scripture from, from Luke. Just put this, as I always say when I speak, I want to put this in the context. So the context is... Uh, of this, this scripture is that Jesus had been baptised and it said he, after he was baptised, he was full of the Holy Spirit. He was full of the Holy Spirit. He then went out into the desert and he was tempted. He was full of the Holy Spirit. He returned from the desert, hungry, but full of the Holy Spirit. He then went to uh, the the synagogue where he had been as a child and he was full of the Holy Spirit and he stood up and he read, he he was given the the scroll and this is what happened. Uh, When Jesus returned to Galilee, filled with the Holy Spirit's power, reports about him spread quickly through the whole region. He taught regularly in their synagogues and was praised by everyone and when he came to the village of Nazareth his boyhood home he went as usual to the synagogue on the sabbath and stood up to read the scripture the scroll of isaiah the prophet was handed to him and he unrolled the scroll and found the place where it is written the spirit of the lord is upon me for he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor he has sent me to proclaim that captives will be released and that the blind will see, that the oppressed will be set free, and that the time of the Lord's favour has come. In the Amplified Version it says uh, that that, uh, abundant salvation will come. And that's what I want to see. I know, folks, that is what you want to see as well. But the point I want to make, Colossians and very much a lot of our teaching is about your position in Christ. This is The death and resurrection and the ascension of Christ, that is, that is us, that is put on us, his righteousness. And then we come to his calling or your calling. What's your calling? I tell you what your calling is. It is this passage from Isaiah. It is to preach the good news. It is, it is to bind up the broken hearted. It is to help those who are in prison, those who are lost. Now, you may say, yeah, but I, I, I'm not a full-time worker or anything like that. Well, you know, I, I can tell you there are not many people that I have the opportunity to speak to in the co-rotating twin screw extruder world. But God has put me in that place. There are opportunities I have. They know where I come from and my faith. But He's also God's provision for me. It's the way He provides financially for me. It gives me a time to do things uh, at times as well. So don't don't separate these things out. Your whole life calling is to see the good news to preach the good news. And that is what I want you to, to remember, that the Spirit of the Lord is on you. And he, and it says, as I repeated, a number of places, the Spirit of the Lord was on Jesus. He was filled with the Holy Spirit. And that's what I want you to, to come to today. Um, <clears throat> when you're feeling inadequate when you when you go round to your neighbor and they say oh my my there and she says or he says my marriage is in a, is in a mess what are you going to do and you may say oh i really this is a time if i was in church or if i was a, with with my church uh, family i would pray That's the time to take that opportunity. And you will hear a voice that says, well, you can't do that. They'll they'll hate you for it. They'll mock you for it. Well, so be it. But what is important is, this is your calling. And that is God's calling. That is what is on you. Each one of us are being called by this scripture of Isaiah 61 to preach the good news. Now that may, it doesn't, the word preaching perhaps uh, may put you off. But let me just say, just, just sit there, listen to your friends, pray for them. You don't have to have the special words. God will supply that. Because you are going filled with the Spirit of God. You may not feel it, but that is what you have been called to. When you, are being, when you are born again, your position in Christ is that your calling is to preach the good news, to set the captives free and to bind up the brokenhearted, to see people set free from anxiety. That is your calling and nothing should stop you from doing that. No, no uh, uh, inadequacy that you feel of yourself, don't let that stand in your way. Open your mouth with with fumbling words, if necessary, but start to pray and God will be with you. The Holy Spirit will flood you and he will uh, empower you to pray for your friend, to speak with your, your friend. But the, the last thing I just want to, to conclude with is when we, when we get this sense of uh, being filled with the Holy Spirit, we want power and yes, we want power. What does that mean? And I, I was, this was one of the things I was wrestling with in my, in my uh, uh, half-sleep uh, last night. What does it look like? I, I mean, I would love to, when I pray for someone, to see uh, their spine straighten, if they've got curvature of the spine, eyes being opened, and yes, they are all right. right—that They are right and good things. But sometimes power will mean that you can actually love people who are totally unlovable. That is power. And when the Holy Spirit comes on you, he will change your heart. He will give you that power to love people in a way that you've never expected before, never been able to do before. Why? Because it is the heart of God heart of God is coming into you because you are coming with the Sovereign Lord's Spirit upon you so uh, desire the Holy Spirit but the first thing that he will give you is love for others what's the fruit of the Spirit that we see in Galatians the first part one is love joy peace patience God wants to put that sense of love in you. When you pray for someone, he wants you to know that it is uh, with a heart of love. When you you work in the food bank, when you do it, do it with love. When you're helping in the debt counselling, do it with love. When you are talking with your friends and praying for them, do it with love. That is what God looking for that is what the Holy Spirit does he puts that love on onto you I know when I've I've been filled with the Holy Spirit in an, an exceptional way at times I wake up and, and sometimes I've even been drunk in the spirit and do you know how I've woken up I've woken up with a hangover it's not a hangover that you get with alcohol though it's a hangover that, of love I have a new love for people, a new love for him, and a new love to go and tell people about what he has done for them. So I want to, I just want to just conclude there. I think this is a good place to conclude. Uh, So would you just, if you're in your room, I want you to stand and pray. I want you to be filled with the Spirit not because this is something where, you know, you've, you've, I want an extra gift. It's not that love is tagged on to you. No, this is the central core of what the Holy Spirit does. He brings love. The gifts are the things that hang off love. So if you think of it that way, I hope that is, that is helpful. So I, let, let's just pray. Father, I thank you that this is a time again for us to prepare to be filled with the Spirit, not uh, to be filled with the Spirit to build up our own egos, but to glorify you, Lord. I pray that you will fill us, Lord, with your Spirit, that we may be able to love those who are difficult to love, I pray that we will be filled with love to see past the impossible, to believe what you say and to declare your truth because our calling, Lord, is to see the captive set free, the good news to be preached and people to come to know you and for their eternal destiny to be changed. So, Father, we just pray. Just, just reach out, just stand up if necessary. But just remember, the Holy Spirit wants to fill you with his love. Take away anxiety. Take away depression. He wants you to be prepared. He wants you to be prepared to chase after him, to keep your eyes fixed on the prize of Jesus Christ. So, Lord, we just pray, come. Fill us, Lord. (laughs) Fill us with joy, Lord. I pray for people who are not at peace, Lord, that they will be filled with with the Spirit of God that brings peace as well as love, Lord. I pray that uh, eyes will be opened where they have been blinded by this world, by cynicism. There are people who are desperately seeking after Jesus, but they're still blind to it, still blind to the truth. And I I just declare now that you will be able to see the risen Lord, the risen Jesus, the grace of God that is there, the free gift of eternal life that is there for you to grasp and to enjoy. So, Lord, Lord, we just pray, come. We've, we've, done, we've done alphas and we've done praying in, and we've seen the presence of God come into people's rooms. So just expect God to be with you. May his presence fill you. May his presence fill your room right now in Jesus' name. May your love, Jesus, come and touch people. There's somebody who's got a, uh, a bad shoulder. God wants you to, to know that he loves you and he's going to heal you. So just put your hand on your shoulder and just say, Lord, thank you. I receive that healing word now in Jesus' name. Somebody who has got uh, problems with their... Uh, sinuses, their nasal passages I'm not sure what it is uh, God wants to to unblock that <laughs> a mighty river comes to mind uh, but that may be too, too grim and gross but Lord I pray that that will be there will be healing for that person now in Jesus name if you've got problems with your eyes in a physical uh, sense too, the back of the your retina uh, is, is damaged. I just pray, Lord God, that you will come and you will touch people's eyes, Lord, in Jesus' name. And if you don't know Jesus today, there's a prayer that you can pray. Just follow me and, and he will come and meet with you. So if, if you are seeking after him, just pray this prayer. Lord, I have heard that you are real, and I dare to believe and trust that you are God and that you have good things for me. Will you come and make your presence known? Forgive me for the things I have done and looked away from you and mocked you. But Lord, I want to give you my life. I want to know you in a real way like these other people do. Amen. And if that was a, a prayer for you, then please um, get in touch with us. Uh, we would we would love to help you and discipleship uh, disciple you to know the great joy that we have in knowing Jesus. So, Amen. Phil.
0: Great. Right, thanks, Dave. Was that encouraging? Are you strengthened, encouraged, challenged even to uh, go out there and just be filled with the Holy Spirit and do the things that Jesus has done? It's such a challenge. We want to see the whole of the kingdom breaking in right across the Peak District and all that God's given us to do. And we're all part of that. It's not just for leaders. It's not just for special people. We're all included. We all get to be involved in this. And I want to encourage you in that.